0: Welcome to Music for Elevators, also known as If the Apocalypse Comes, and Beat Me. This is a weekly-ish podcast about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, where we take a look at each episode according to its original air date 20 years ago, and this week's episode is Season 3, Episode 1, and we're going to be talking about plot. We're going to be talking about characters. We're going to be talking about the homeless population of Los Angeles County. So spoilers abound for this episode, any episode, before and after it, the, comics book, the comic books, and possibly even other shows or movies. We would never slap you on the ass and call you peaches without your consent. We made it to season three! Oh my god! I'm Kelly, and I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Daniel. Say hello! Wow, hello. Stasia, say hello! Hello! Everything's happening. The show's getting better. We're gonna get better. Everything's gonna be better, right? I mean... What a way to kick it off with Anne. Wow. Right?
1: Yeah, what a way to kick it off.
0: <laughs> it's only up from here. That's right. Hell yeah. I hope you had great summers. I'm sure our characters had great summers. Uh, we definitely didn't just talk to each other a couple weeks ago. We'd certainly had an episode actually during the summer and not in the dying throes of summer. Uh, so a lot of time has elapsed. But what happened in uh, this episode that originally aired all the way back in September 29th of 1998? Anna.
1: 20 years ago today.
0: 20 years, some would say 20 years ago today. What happened? Well, our friends, buffy have been patrolling the streets of Sunnydale on their own. And good, good on them for taking care of business while Buffy's away. Biceps. Eating SpaghettiOs and being a bum. Uh, well, that's not even true. She had a great job. Buffy's working at a diner in what we all thought in our hearts. Wanted to believe in our hearts was Folkland. Uh, and, and I'm just going to say it is. For all intents and purposes. It's folkland. We can discuss this. Oh, well. uh, but it's Folkland in my heart forever. We have to. Uh, Buffy is uh, a waitressing and denying all her slayerdom as she has successfully run away from home, been gone for presumably three months, uh, as she's been gone from the end of the last school year to now what is the beginning of the new school year, and she runs into an old, I think acquaintance is a strong word, person that she knows, kind of, Lily, a.k.a. Chantrell, a.k.a. Sister Sunshine. Uh, yeah. Who has a case of missing boyfriend on her hands? Turns out Ricky, love of her life, tattoo of her body, has actually been had the age, energy, life force sucked out of him, turned into a husk of an old man to die in an alley after drinking Drano. Drink drinking, cleaner. And uh, Buffy is recruited by Lily Chantrell, Sister Sunshine, to find out what happened to Ricky. Uh, in the course of this, she encounters Ken, who's running the most legit named shelter charity of all time family home definitely non-suspect and turns out oh it's a hell dimension where we're actually stealing people off the street and making them work until they die uh buffy goes down into a pit of cg goo kills everybody and saves the day uh well not ricky because ricky's dead as hell and then goes home with her tail between her legs because she got her shit back together and needs to go home needs to get the hell out of fokland that's about it we, the best parts of the episode were hanging out with our friends but we don't see them too much unfortunately so. so this episode written and directed by Joss Whedon um, he's going to do a couple obviously throughout the season if you guys don't know who that is then why are you watching this show um, a couple of firsts we get Buffy patrolling uh, Willow is the de facto leader which will end up being the case in season 6 too when this happens again after Buffy dies at the end of season 5 um, first First sight of a hell dimension, I believe. I can't pinpoint another time. I know we've talked about other dimensions, but I think this is the first time we actually seen one. Uh, and we mentioned time passing differently in different dimensions, as Ken will tell us. Uh, a day there is many, many years in uh, our reality. Uh, first time Oz is in the credits. First remastered version of the theme song. I think we might get another one uh, in season five. First appearance of the official Buffy logo. No more weird Comic sans E Buffy. It's the cool, like, gothic-style Buffy lettering.
2: Boy, I'm glad we showed up for depressing night.
0: A Couple fun facts, though. Parts of the homeless montage, you know the one, in this episode are actually used in the opening credits scene of Angel. Um, because why wouldn't Boy. you just reuse it? Well, because the whole the opening credits thing of Angel's all, like, sad people... Oh, and nah, what nah. Nah, 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 sad, sad, yeah, sad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's the fake song. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. It's really easy to sing along with. Um, the place that Buffy is living in is actually in Los Angeles. Not fake Oakland. But really, in our hearts, that's what it is, because it's never named. But apparently it's 11th Street and Broadway. But is it in anyone else's heart. Is I don't it think Oakland? it's in anyone else's.
1: If it's in your heart, people listening to this podcast... Let us know. If you thought it was Oakland, too. Yeah. We were under the impression it was Oakland. Maybe not station. Right? Never. Never. I was
0: called
3: it out. That's like, what I mean. Sure she's in L.A. No one yeah. else
1: put Folkland and made it a central tenant of their Buffy watching experience. Just just me. I
3: think yeah. it's Giles. Threw everyone off. Right. He really went, ruined it. He said he was going to go visit Oakland to find a girl. And then you
0: think. Oh, oh. and Drunk Daniel ran ran with it and then Buffy. just got it into me too and I was like yeah of course it's probably yeah. because they never say I assumed it was LA kind of just because like no I mean I've got, feels, and... I've got
1: feelings about it right. not being LA and I hate it I hate that it's just LA
0: because
1: it really <laughs> makes me not like Buffy just wandering off one county over you've got to go <laughs> hours away why would you not go hours away
0: That's... well okay so why would she have
3: to when she's got a city of like 3 million people or whatever to get lost in
0: So where do you think Buffy lives? I mean, we've kind of, like, the reality of where Sunnydale is. People have said maybe it's Sunnyvale, California, which I don't agree with. We can all kind of agree it's a Southern California town. Southern California. In the first season, there's a map of Santa Barbara superimposed with Sunnydale on top of it. So I would assume that maybe it's Santa Barbara.
3: I would just like to state for the record that the population of Los Angeles, the city, is 3.976 million. Good job.
0: So she's in... Santa Barbara, we're going to say. Sunnydale is Santa Barbara. L.A. is two hours away by bus. By sad, sad bus. <sighs> and then once you the up.
3: outskirts of L.A., it's another two hours to the city center.
1: It's nothing is okay. <laughs> Nothing's okay. It can't be okay. What was that? That was June. And then being, fuck really? it. It's all we do is just like try to eat one another and then
3: wah, wah, wah. Really? They make that sound all the time? All the time. Oh, my God. Just all That's a horrible sound. All
0: they do is eat each other. <laughs> it's too all much. All they do is eat each other. They just love each
3: other. I hate the sound that Winnie makes when she's like...
0: Oh, ah, uh,
1: yeah, ah, me too. It's too much. June yeah. sounds like a like a like a dog. dog. Yeah,
0: like... Ah, rah,
1: rah, rah. like yeah. Ah, I can't even get that high anymore. <laughs> However high Winnie is, I hate it.
0: I forget what the question was. Well, I'm sorry that Buffy's adventure to run away from home was not far enough away.
1: Yeah, I just it's still regardless of it all, it is confusing. Because if if it's not Folkland, that's fine. If it's not Oakland, that's fine. But even in Southern California, it would also not make a lot of sense because everyone there is wearing Western getup. They're all basically like Northern Calif- like Northern Californians. Uh talking in Southern accents, you know, doing the accent y thing. Everybody who comes out to help Buffy after she gets hit by the truck is wearing, like, fucking plaid shirts tucked into their boots. and Exactly. And so there's, like, this element of, like, northern, not uh, San Francisco, California, but northern California, that's, like, here, but then in every shot it's, like, an urban, urban, urban setting. Like, more urban than even Sunnydale. Like, we're talking a city.
0: So it gets me thinking, like,
1: what cities do you have? It's like, well, you have, yeah, Los Angeles for sure, but then even Oakland, but after Oakland. There's nothing with that that high rise. Those were high rises. Mm. Those were big buildings. They don't have These high are houses, alleys.
0: Sacramento,
1: Sacramento, yeah. Sacramento, sure is out yeah. there. Yeah, why not? I mean, any one of those, but
0: San Diego. No, it's south of, yeah. know, of LA, but but still, like that. The, those Chico. all <laughs> <laughs> West Covina. California. They all work. <laughs>
1: so I just want to hold on to Oakland. I want to hold on to Oakland. Um, and I hold on to Oakland later on in the show, because for me, the whole time watching it, despite Giles just saying, we didn't find it, we just saw some some people with their extreme haircuts and their extreme music, uh, I, I want to believe. I just want to believe.
0: Well, I think, unfortunately, Daniel, we're going to have to call R.I.P. on Folkland <sighs> 2018. And it well, could run five years. I
1: mean, after this, Folkland's over. So, I mean, it really, it's never just it one episode that I yeah. hold on to
0: dearly. It always drove me nuts that I just refused to say where she was. Like, just never say, why? What I that think because it was
3: Unrelevant Irrelevant no.
0: Unrelevant <laughs> That
1: too Well and then there's also Evidence of uh, Of Chanterelle Sunshine uh, Anne Future Anne uh, Being an angel She's an angel in She S- shows Anne's up DNA. In LA So there is Some precedence to say That she in fact Became Anne Stayed Anne And stayed in LA okay.
2: Chanterelle was Part of my Exotic phase It's nice It's a It's a mushroom It is. That's really embarrassing.
1: So I think that's probably the most powerful evidence that we have that it is somewhere in LA. But it's still just kind of corny in the end, no matter what.
0: Well, we've had three months off, just like our friends in the show. What do you think that they've been up to for these last three months based on our very limited evidence?
1: I've got some, I've got some takes on that. Go for it. I'm going to start with the lowliest people in the show
3: so xander no <laughs> <you go. laughs> we'll get that we'll get there we're
1: gonna start though with a teacher in the hallway that's right we're going oh. that low remember the teacher in the hallway that screams yeah. out uh so he spent the summer waiting for the fast running times of summer to end so that we can be somber again he loves fall to be somber this is the time for somber summer was the time for fast running down the hallways. So he was very excited. That's how he spent his summer. Larry? Larry got in the best shape of his entire life. <laughs> he is all about the egg whites. And as long as people don't get murdered at Sunnydale, they're going to have a great year. I'll be honest, I don't really know what Larry does this year. Larry is still a character, right? He still shows up on the show.
0: Yeah, he's, a, he's in a couple episodes. Okay. Yeah. And he has like... Well, good... he's actually even in The Wish. He's like in the alternate universe. He's one of the white hats. He's like one of the guys that fights... The, the, uh, the master and everything, yeah. I'm going to say his name is Mr. Miller, just for the... for the. Oh, he actually
1: yeah. has a name.
0: Yeah, because he does show up again Wait, in uh, Band Candy and in... Uh, I'm pretty sure in Band Candy. I'm pretty sure he's one of the guys that's drunk and singing Louie Louie at the Bronze. And uh, he's in Graduation Day at the end, where he's like, I know it's the last day of school, but I need all of your attention. And then, like, so you think he's doing writing something important on the board, and then it's Hangman. Everybody has a good laugh, because he gets it.
1: So he, so he really does imbibe, like, when he goes for summertime... He goes for summer hard doing yeah. hangman. But oh. when it's school time, it's somber time. Wow. That guy really knows how to in well, his life. Be Nobody else to That's amazing. Hmm? I have mad respect for that guy. Giles. Giles went on nine leads for Buffy over the summer.
0: It's a lot.
1: It's a lot. Um, sure. I wonder what kind of adventures he went on
0: that we didn't get to see. Uh, how long do you think the flight from Santa Barbara to Oakland would be? Definitely an hour. He says he's going to get a meal. Yeah bullshit
1: there's no way there's absolutely no way 1998 I mean maybe it's on like a small plane
0: they're not busting out the like service carts for an hour long flight it's just not gonna happen
1: Mm. I mean I've been on hour long flights they don't do shit they'll give
0: you a drink I mean on the Hawaiian air flights we got a little juice cuppy they had a lid on it and everything so you just throw them at you yeah my flight
1: from Minneapolis to Sioux Falls is an hour and they brought nothing
0: yeah
1: usually it's on a tiny plane You, you drive on the small plane the 50 seater Oh, yeah. You know,
0: so they, yeah. they do not even have cards. No meal service. So, Giles, sorry. That was bullshit. I don't know why you said that.
1: So, that makes us now think that it's not Santa Barbara. Maybe, Maybe it's, it's further, further, further away. away.
0: Yeah. Like what? Maybe
3: they didn't think that hard about it. <laughs> <laughs> when they're like,
0: hey, what do you do on planes? Eat,
3: eat. Maybe they just needed a quip for him to say. They just needed some filler. I
1: just, I, for some reason, I don't think that's right. I, no, that's absolutely it's, right. I never thought twice about it. a subliminal message about
3: <laughs> Sunnydale's true location, what city it's actually based on.
1: Ooh.
3: I'm going to say Santa Barbara.
1: Maybe it's it. just Wheaton saying, I'm going to throw off their scent in the future oh. on this podcast.
0: One of the things that makes me think Santa Barbara is that it's so close to the beach, because they've gone to the beach and go fish. Yeah for the like hang out for like after school not that they couldn't drive a distance to go there but I just
3: I think... it did seem like it was maybe close but yeah. also they only do that like the one time they never go and just hang out on the beach
0: they do want well to, this this dream sequence with the angel thing that was the only time we've seen them in daytime at the beach until season five they hang out at the beach during mm-hmm. Buffer's my November. biggest
1: question though is that does Santa Barbara exist in this world
0: I don't know.
1: Okay, no one said the word Santa Barbara, but all they right. also don't say. Okay, that. so they don't say I that imagine. Montana exists. Then exactly. So, all right, so we have to assume it does exist, which means that the University of California, UC Santa Barbara, does exist. That's a real college. So if Santa Barbara is where Sunnydale is, even as a neighborhood of Santa Barbara, why does the University of Sunnydale exist?
0: Because it's, it's how can it have a university, university of next Barbara. door? But they just pretend. I need evidence
1: Sunnydale. that Santa Barbara has been just obliterated from the map.
3: You can have multiple colleges in the same city. And
0: besides, it doesn't happen until season seven. Evidence Portland.
1: No, no, I know you can have multiple, but, like, well, I don't know. I just can't get behind. Well, and Sunnydale does grow by leaps and bounds and has a mall that nobody can account for. Listen, there's too much. <laughs> Moving and on. And a
3: beach that is sometimes there. Sometimes there, <laughs> okay. or sometimes not. I have to say, growing up in Oregon, we don't have a beach, we have the coast, which is not a place that you go to hang out. For fun, every day. I feel like even if you live on the coast, that's not what you're doing. Yes. But if you live in in Southern California or perhaps Florida, (laughs) would you um, go to the beach on a daily basis? Would that be like the hangout spot that high schoolers would go do? And is it weird that we never see Buffy doing that? Is she just too busy hanging out in graveyards or is like literally no one going to the beach? Yeah. Because it should be a nice beach.
1: I grew up less. It was a further drive. I mean, it was less of a drive. From where I grew up to the beach than I live currently. And I go about as much. Okay. And I went to college 45 minutes from the beach. And I never went either. So, yeah. The beach Maybe. not being there is fine. But, like, they don't I have mean, to hang out at the know. beach. I don't know. The way but... they
3: said it. Like It's not like Buffy has a car. Someone had to drive her or she to couldn't go to the walk. Beach. Yeah. So, it's like either the beach is like at the edge of the city limits by the docks. Right? We have docks. Oh God, Why aren't there? Maybe that's where the beach is. I don't know. But if not... How do they have docks? I guess there's a river that runs through Sunnydale.
1: We never see. I have a huge problem with that because that doesn't match up to the geography of California. So we have a lot of problems. So they
3: must be on the beach somewhere, but then they never
1: go. <laughs> and they don't have a, but they don't have a river. That's and because yeah. again, Santa Barbara then doesn't get to exist. Long Beach doesn't get to exist. One of these towns that has a dock and a pier has to go away so that Sunnydale can take it over. That's not fair. What about all those people <laughs> not into it? Moving on, Joyce. Lovely Joyce. Our favorite character, Joyce. Favorite. She was, hard scare quotes, worried about Buffy. She justifies not being able to leave the house because Buffy would, of course, call. She does not blame Buffy for leaving, but she does blame Giles. Naturally. Joyce, you mustn't blame yourself for her leaving. I don't. I blame you. And she rolled her eyes at the knock on the door when it was Buffy. Meaning that like she was annoyed at somebody when every single knock and every single phone call could be buffy. I think
0: she's just exasperated at that point. She's gotten her hopes up so many times that it would be buffy. Was she also
1: fixing the dishwasher? Yeah, with a fork. She was like in. She was inside the that's, dishwasher with a fork
0: just banging around.
1: That's another story in the Joyce Chronicles. <laughs> uh Joyce is the worst mom ever. She could have done a lot more and uh I I I worry about what
3: ranking. Well you're let's just give her. let's just put this in perspective. Giles, nine trips out of the town. Out of Sunnydale, looking for Buffy. Joyce never leaves the house. But she has to stay
0: in case Buffy calls or
3: shows up.
1: Answering machine.
0: <laughs> I mean, literally, though. <laughs> I guess that's true. Come on. Buffy, it's not like Buffy could she also has a,
1: a rapport with the cops. You know, I feel like I, Buffy would not... I don't think Buffy would ever call Joyce first. Joyce would always be, like, fourth on the list of who's <laughs> going to get contacted about her coming back, you know? Joyce will hear... Th- hand from an offhanded comment from xander that's how joyce learned oh, well, stuff yeah <laughs> she will never be first you
2: know i just i woke up and i looked in the mirror and i thought hey what's with all the sin i need to change i'm i'm dirty i'm i'm bad with the sex and the envy and that that loud music us kids listen to nowadays but Oh, I just suck it undercover.
1: Cordelia also had a great summer.
0: She went to a resort in Mexico.
1: Yeah, big cockroaches. Mm -hmm. Very stereotypical. Uh, Lots of organized fun, which she is not into. Uh, Cordelia, we also learn, is always bait. Uh, She also heard about the hot little Inca mummy girl in the time that we left her, uh, which I didn't realize was a secret. Thought she was like around. Yeah, I mean, match, she was definitely so was very there at weird. that
0: dance, but I guess she wasn't super tight with them and wasn't hanging out with them. She was hanging out with her, her fruity punchy drinking. So. Yeah. Was
3: it that, or was it more that like I know that she's a monster. Thing. Oh, that could! be I been. found in- out that she's a, mm, like the Inca mummy girl. Like no one else would have known that she was a mummy, right? They just right. thought it was impada Yeah,
0: so she but, could have known that he was into Impala, but not that. But that yeah. she was also Inca. Monsters. she, and she
3: yeah. did not make that throwaway line, like, "Oh my god, who, what monster? Like who could have fallen in love with over the summer? It's just monsters here." Except, oh my god, he loves <laughs> monsters. <laughs> that's right. Like that fucking mummy girl. <laughs> that's a
1: great point. Kind of forgot all about that yeah
3: how's my
2: hair oh it's good he didn't meet anybody over the summer did he no who's he gonna meet in sunnydale but monsters and stuff but then again he's always been attracted to monsters how's my hair still good
3: hi maybe he's forgotten me
2: well i'll just have to make him remember
3: see ya so he so i think she was kind of like look you were into a giant bug. Oh yes. And you were into a mummy. What horror did you find this summer that you got over me with?
1: <laughs> True. They both think so low of each other. What was Oz doing this summer? He wasn't going to class. <laughs> going to school. <laughs> That's for sure. He was also killing vampires. Very cool. Good yeah. job, Oz. With
0: That's all we know. Badass baseball bat steak. I love his. His is the best. Oh, his one. was great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Very stylish. Very nice. It seems like a lot seems of work went confident. into
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. Baseball. When you lose, it's
1: bad. That's all we know about Oz, though. He just didn't go to school.
0: Presumably, he was touring with dingoes up and down the coast, maybe. Well, see, I just I don't get
1: that a little bit because Willow. We also don't know a whole lot about her summer. We know, obviously, killing vampires, super haircut. cool, haircut, uh, and she was thoroughly, thoroughly unprepared for Oz coming back to school. So that was a rift.
0: Yeah, in maybe their they little didn't see other so much. I what i say maybe he was on the road, man.
1: Ooh, but how could but you, if you was spend the
3: summer on the road and out of the t- out of city out, If he was on the road and out of town there we go mm-hmm. she would know he wasn't going to class
0: yeah, that's true
1: be, and another question is raised here if they went on tour it would have been a local tour theoretically mm-hmm. that motherfucker would have went through Folkland or LA or wherever we're talking spying about spying
0: for Buffy maybe he was well
1: but listen Dingo's Buffy would have definitely been like I'm gonna go I, I know I'm sad Buffy right now but like part of her would probably be like I'm going to go check out that dingo show just because that's what I do. I, I make myself available because I can't help it. I have to so observe. Oz will come. And you know what? Honestly, I feel like she would want to talk to Oz more than at that moment she would want to talk to Willow or Xander, who are just going to give her like, fawning support. Oz would at least be like, I'm going to be real with you, girl. Like, yeah. if you want to go away and you don't want to come back, I'll keep your secret. Yeah. Like, that's fine. Yeah, I'll I agree. just go back on cool. tour. Totally so I think that if the dingoes did tour, Buffy would have definitely sought it out.
0: I like that story. I think that there should be fan fiction somewhere that is Oz goes on tour and runs into <laughs> Buffy and they never say a word to anyone That'd ever. It'd be fun. Yeah.
3: Well I feel like Just he would be like look role. I saw Buffy I'm not telling you where she's fine. Drop well, it. That's
1: fair. He would definitely do something like that.
0: Yeah because Willow was like his whole world.
1: So Dingo's didn't go on tour. That's what we're saying here. Yeah. Now we move on to Xander. He was also killing vampires. Oz
0: so was older than
1: well, no, they were all together because they're all it's killing. It's just
0: we're ranking characters and character. Priority, well, and also he
1: has just more info here. So killing vamp because we don't
0: know enough, we don't
1: know enough about Oz and Willow. That's why Xander killing vampires very cool. We gotta admit, very cool. Good job for him. Okay, and the uh, second problem I'm having. Come and get it, big boy.
2: Well. Well, the Slayer always says a pun or a witty play on words and I think it throws the vampires off and, and it makes them frightened because I'm wisecracking, okay? I didn't really have a chance to work on that one, but you tried every time.
1: He disbelieves how much he's going to miss Cordelia. This is just what he did this summer. He disbelieves <laughs> how much he was going to miss Cordelia. He thinks being geeky is warning people of hot makeout sessions coming, which is gross. He harbors dark thoughts about the ignorant slut that Cordelia was. In Mexico. And yeah. obviously Cordelia has those same thoughts about him. He also has weird thoughts about Mexicans and Pedros and employment opportunities for Mexicans. Very horrible. <laughs> he is definitely, a, you know, cheering for that wall later on in his life. And he sees Cordelia as bait a little too quickly, a little too easily. Dander's the worst.
0: Yeah. But he doesn't
1: start off really... He doesn't start off good. We don't see enough of anybody for me to, like, be really mad at anyone trying to start a new season. But, um... Yeah, they're the same. Cordelia and Xander are just doing the same stuff right here. Okay. We got four more people. These are what they did this summer. Four more? Four? There's four more people. What did Ricky do this summer?
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> oh no. I don't know. Ricky,
1: last name is T. Don't know. <laughs> just I just, this it. is what we've learned. <laughs> Ricky's last name is T. He loves this summer. He learned that he loves using the back door to the smoothie house.
0: Movie
1: House. Uh, oh, is it Movie House? Not yeah. Smoothie House? Wow. Yeah. I thought Smoothie House, what a weird name for... <laughs> I was like, euphemism? I don't know. Uh, we learned that his cousin has a car wash job potentially open for him. Oh, that's right. He does visit blood banks a lot. Uh, he's in trouble enough that Lily cannot go to the cops or something has happened he's this summer. Probation. He's on probation. Yeah. But for what? Who knows? Oh. He also loves horrible tattoos. And he got a horrible tattoo this summer. That's what we learned about Ricky. The
2: The person that I found... Was old. He looked about 80. Well, that's not Ricky. I'm sure it was.
0: We did. We know more about Ricky than we do Willow, which is really unfortunate. <laughs> it's horrible. <laughs>
1: and we can really pinpoint a lot of very specific things with Ricky and also Chantrelle. Chantrelle had quite a summer. We learned a lot about her. We did. She was getting out of her exotic phase after okay. being named after a mushroom. Sure.
3: Where are her
0: parents? Where are her parents? Dead we can only sample. Oh, no. when, when Buffy, <laughs> maybe choice. when Buffy, her bro- sisters. She's Dawn. <laughs> when Buffy brings it up, she's just like really cagey and weird, just like because she's like, "Well, who were you before that?" Oh and she's yeah, like,
1: she didn't say anything. That's Ooh. true. What what do you think about Ricky picking her name? Ricky seems like kind of a dirtball. It's
0: ball. from a song. What song, Daniel? What song do you think that's from?
3: In the sky
1: with diamonds. That's Lucy. I know. Lily. Uh, She is a fan of the sugar rush after giving blood. We learned that about her. Uh, She believes Buffy when uh, Buffy tells her that Ricky is dead Mm -hmm. and that Ricky is an old man and literally there's no pushback there at all.
0: What are you doing?
2: Breaking into your office and going through your private files. Candidate for what? I'm calling the police. Now you've got a whole bunch of candidates here. I wonder if any of them are missing like Ricky. Gosh, I bet they are. You're getting yourself in a lot of trouble. I don't want any trouble. I just want to be alone and quiet in a room with a chair and a fireplace and a tea cozy. I don't even know what a tea cozy is, but I want one. Instead, I keep getting trouble, which I am more than willing to share. What are you doing with these kids?
0: Yeah, so I'm just really curious about the an interesting minutia of what exactly happened for, Me too. for Buffy to end up where she did because like okay you can get a furnished apartment because it's like I don't picture a world where Buffy's going to a thrift store to furnish her studio apartment that she can barely afford like it had to be furnished okay and yeah she had to be lying right because you, I don't even think you can rent a place by yourself unless you're 18 which she is not she's 16 she'll be 17 this season Christ. so in a lot of places you can't even work full time unless you're 18 right or is that not true? I don't know. Oh. I, was, I worked when I was 15, but I don't think I worked full time. I don't think they
1: really, like, super care about that. Like, I think that's more just, like, parents won't let you do that. But I'm sure I'm sure there's creepy people. Mitch sounds like a creepy yeah, boss absolutely. who would just, like, that's fine. Whatever, He's whoever awesome. you are. yeah. That,
0: but not okay. in a creepy way. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so she just must have lucked out. It was a series of uh, being a... A uh, Gen X-er versus a millennial good luck where you could just walk down the street. There's this help-wanted poster. I mean, that's more of a boomer thing, but still, like, bef- pre-internet era where everyone's screened a million times. You have to have a resume or don't even talk to me. You have to have a bachelor's or don't even talk to me. So she must have just been gotten off the Sarah McLaughlin bus in her sad overalls, found a help-wanted sign on the corner of 11th and Broadway, and decided... That's what I'm doing, and then just I've got
1: enough money to do this too. Like,
0: well, she also does have the advantage of being the slayer now. Whether or not she was slaying while she was gone, let's say. <laughs> bring your juicy face in here.
3: No, don't bring it in here.
0: Bring it out! <laughs> I knew you were gonna do it, and when you will lick the water off your face, oh just so, you're so gross. You guys are so gross. Unfortunately, the, the the society we live in is not very kind to women. If you haven't heard, so I don't think a woman, a young girl, uh, alone by herself, would be comfortable sleeping in strange places. Like, cause she's not gonna have a place to go immediately. Unless she took a ton of money with her, I guess she could be staying in hotels, but let's assume she all she had was money for that sad bus ticket, right? So in the interim between her getting money from Mitch for working the job, if she got the job day one, or day one-ish, she'd have to be sleeping either in shelters or on benches and stuff. But that's why the Slayer thing is helpful, because I think she would be less afraid to do that. So it's it, there's a chance she could be scrappy enough, like that she, she made it through till she get, And it sounded like the place that she was renting was week to week because the way that she said it, so like it's paid weeks. up for the next three weeks. Yeah. Which it could just be, you know, my lease is up for a month and it's only been a week, so whatever. But it sounded like it was...
1: Could it be like a, a long stay at motel type of place? Could it you be know? that
0: too. It, I mean... They do have really... kitchens.
1: I mean, it didn't yeah. look like it, but I don't assume a sitcom is going to like really go for... I don't know. It just makes... It makes more sense in a sitcom to just be like, ah, I got a place and I mm-hmm. have this... But really, it could just be a fucking motel. It could all be explained away. And
3: I think you're also thinking, like, this is Hollywood. That was a crappy
0: apartment.
1: Different times, though, call for different measures. Because how much was she really making at? Do we know the name of the restaurant?
0: No. We don't.
1: So that's another...
0: Let's just call it Mitch's.
1: Mitch's. Another unknown. She was also sexually (laughs) assaulted at Mitch's. And if she was sexually assaulted just on the job...
2: Anything else?
1: That'll do us, Peaches.
2: Pay at the counter. Sure you don't want me to work it off for you?
1: Imagine what that place is like It's probably terrible Now she can take care of herself But other people Maybe not so much Uh, She also eats canned food We learned that this summer Maybe she loves canned food But she's super poor this year Doesn't have a mom Who we think Takes care of her, but we can't <laughs> truly confirm that. She we also learned
3: Spaghettios
1: year round. Probably. Just on her badges, sadly. Well, <laughs>
3: just care. even when she's living with Joyce. Joyce is like, there is Spaghettios in a cupboard. It'll be true. home in three days. <laughs> 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 Gotta stay late at the museum, <laughs> art gallery. <laughs>
1: That's true. And we learned, is her middle name. Mm-hmm. That's some lore for all the fans out there looking for lore. There you go. She also gets hit by a truck. I've been hit by a truck twice. Uh, she was what? really hit by a truck. Oh, yeah, I've been run, I've been hit just like her. This truck fucking what? hits me.
0: Yeah. Walking down the street, walking across the street, right? Oh, I my God. Yep.
1: I think that's it. Um, we learned she doesn't lock her door. All I could think is what is Joss doing? What's Joss trying to say? Oh, I know what she's doing. Gabbing to all of her friends about
2: her passionate affair with Pedro, the cabana boy. Laughing about me thinking how she still might have feelings about me oh it's possible you're talking about Buffy
0: it's possible so not Falkland, actually LA um kind of infamously if you will has a huge homeless population Skid Row is that thing that I don't know it, it just it's one of those things you hear but you never think about the gravity behind it or that it actually represents something like Skid Row was a band even like it just it's that a a in some people's minds, like a, a metaphorical place that means bad, like a bad place you can end up. <laughs> but it actually is a 4.3 mile square mile area of downtown Los Angeles. It's about 50 blocks and it ho- houses 60,000 residents, including about 5,000 kids. Uh, and that's just a sum of uh, LA County's homeless population. The official count. That they had most recently in January was about fifty three thousand one hundred sixty. It is its own little. They even have like their own little guards and Mm -hmm. patrols and stuff, and um, they really are doing the best that they can. They're trying to to live, and they get constantly harassed by the police, and um, it's a really dire situation. There's a group called the Inner City Law Center that actually does tours, walking tours of Skid Row so that people can see what it's actually like. And, so, and it's just so crazy because it's downtown Los Angeles mm-hmm. like to have this huge uh, neighborhood with a ton of people in it just being there and then there being no solution. So a quick couple of stats. So five, yeah, 53,195 uh, number of people experiencing homelessness countywide in LA as of January 2018. 6.2% of those people are under 18 years old. Nine thousand three hundred and twenty-two people have been become homeless in the last year. Uh, Forty-eight is the average life expectancy for homeless people in LA County versus the national average or state average of eighty. And uh, about approximately twenty-seven percent of the mental of the homeless population of LA County are uh, mentally ill, or suffering from from some kind of uh, mental disorder, for lack of a better term. That's probably not right. Houseless people are more at risk for disease and, unfor- like unsanitary hygiene conditions uh, and obviously more vulnerable groups like women and lgbtq folks are more likely to experience violence um or have harder times being homeless it's like it's really sad the way that we treat the homeless people in this country um but luckily la county is trying to do something about it uh measure h passed um last year i believe they raised the sale tax by 0.025 percent so barely anything but it manages to raise thirty. $355 million annually, and that's supposed to go for providing special case workers that specialize in health services, health and mental illness services. Um, They're developing bridge housing, which is kind of like halfway houses, but they have built-in mental health services and things like that. Um, Rapid rehousing, which involves rental leniencies and kind of like lower income housing so people can get into housing right away. Um, and support services like job training, substance abuse counseling, and mental health treatment. So that, Measure H was just for that, to just work on that problem. Mayor Eric Garcetti is working on building an emergency shelters across multiple districts. Every district is supposed to have made at least 22, something like that, uh, emergency shelters to house people. Um, And there's things that people, just regular citizens can do too. Uh, I know I'm talking about just LA currently because this this episode, unbeknownst to, to us, was set in actual LA, not Falkland. Um, so that's what I'm talking about. This, but this is something that you can do pretty much anywhere. I mean, we live in Portland, and we have one of the biggest homeless populations as well. So these are all applicable. Uh, people can volunteer not just like at food banks on the holidays, because that tends to be the the most typical things people will go on Thanksgiving and Christmas to help serve food, which is great. Um, but there's other services that people need that they mean, I think about like uh, tutoring or. Uh, like job placement skills, uh, even childcare sometimes, because there are a lot of homeless folks that have kids and those services are super valuable, but unfortunately not a lot of people give them out because they don't know about it or it's just not that common. Donating things, not just clothes and food, but also hygiene products and even small household goods. Because again, while it might not be an actual apartment or house, a lot of these people are living in structures or shelters that they need things, you know, like you don't think about needing uh a coffee like machine like because like where are you getting coffee from but like even a percolator or something because it's like these little comforts that you don't think that you need that shit, man like it makes your life so much better having these little things um building an adu on your property so an accessory dwelling unit california has gotten um really lenient with this people are able to build accessory dwelling units on their house sometimes referred to as mother-in-law suites in hawaii they're called Ohana's and it's actually been part of the tiny house thing people are able to build tiny houses on their property as these accessory dwelling units And the state of California is offering incentives up to $75,000 annually to build an accessory dwelling unit on our property and house a formerly homeless person um, and help them to get off the street Um, and the other biggest thing you can do is is vote vote for affordable housing in your area
2: boy I'm glad we showed up for depressing night
0: yeah, the population increased 46% between 2013 and 2017, I believe. Wow. Which is just. And insane. it was
1: infamous before, mm-hmm. going back to the 1970s and beyond.
0: And 60,000 like, people. Forever. That's twice as big as Sunnydale.
1: Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean. Maybe it is Sunnydale.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and everyone oh. went crazy,
1: and then it was just like, <laughs> we can't live in homes anymore because we're vampires. vampires! Oh my
0: God. No, if only. It's not usually as in your face, which is why I was like, why? do this this way. Not that it's wrong, but like, if you're going to fucking do it, do it. You know what I mean? Like, usually we're couching drug abuse and, uh, uh, in magic, or we're couching, uh, I mean, in
1: season six, do we, I mean, we kind of touch on a little bit of this, right? I mean, aren't there ho- houses that she's in with the other magic oh, yeah. users or whatever? Yeah. But those are like, more. Those that's more pointed. Mm-hmm. This one, it it kind of feels like, you, like he walked up to the issue, was like, hey, look at all these urban poor and uh, these young youths that are being, discarded by the system anyways a hell of a mention (laughs) over here you know because this show well this show has not shied away from like seeing it to the end even if it's really really bad
2: you know i just i woke up and i looked in the mirror and i thought hey what's with all the sin i need to change i'm i'm dirty i'm i'm bad with the Sex and the envy and that that loud music us kids listen to nowadays. But oh, I just suck it undercover. Where's Ken? <laughs>
1: I mean, is Ken sort of voicing a concern? I mean, he's definitely voicing a concern of Americans. Mm -hmm. You know, a vast majority of people saying that these places, why are you here? This isn't a good place to be. But is Joss condoning that or is he commenting on it? You never know
0: because it just kind of really goes to another place literally. So just drop it. Speaking of the hell dimension briefly, what the fuck are they producing in that foundry that is straight out of an 80s music video? Uh, Oh, those demons, by the way. Not Ken himself, who looks a lot like... Uh, Kathy from Roommates, whatever, oh my god I can't remember that episode, but season 4 episode 2 um, she takes oh. her also takes her face off and looks very much like Ken does underneath anyway, uh, but the other demons the ones that are much more um, like leather facey, look a lot like the Scourge from Angel, just from that out there, but what the fuck what, what, what do you think they were doing in the Foundry, what is the purpose of stealing these people?
1: 1998 definitely making DVD players <laughs> cheap DVD players <laughs> nice yeah here
0: in the USA yeah oh yeah <laughs> well, I mean just think about the production
1: model you know you have slaves down there working a hundred years of their life for just a day how many DVD players could you make I mean and then all you gotta do is just boom just pop it up through that portal I mean that's amazing yeah I mean you've gotta be able to sell a lot of them that's probably why the, the price crashed you know yeah, there's just too was many to DVDs make. on the market you know
0: thanks Hal Dimension
1: yeah way to God. go God.
0: Stacia brought up while we were watching that, like, if Ken is stealing, how many people a day? At least, like, ten or so? Like, the math on it? Because it's just a day, right, in our time, but it's that long until All die, right? Right. So you're taking a handful of people every day for 365 days. It's 11,000 people a year, and nobody's noticing. (laughs)
3: And then like Not only that But you've got all these Like street kids That start going missing But then a bunch of Really old people That show up And die immediately Right Just like Old bodies everywhere Everywhere (laughs) And you would think People
1: (laughs) would be scared Because
3: Like tripping over them As you go to the grocery store Exactly
1: And Sunnydale, would be like this is normal, but yeah, yeah you would think folks in L.A. wherever would be like this is a problem because the drain out or whatever the drain cleaner. I'm sorry, Um, was that supposed to be a ruse? That's why he died. Like they're planning drain cleaner. Oh, do you think so? Maybe that's all I can assume. So like this dead body when they find it because they will drink drain cleaner. That's I assumed
3: one. he just killed himself. Yeah, I thought he maybe. Ooh, just I mean, that's himself. a good yeah. point.
1: Like, I guess that's true. They just let him out at a hundred or whatever. They're yeah. just really old. Once he becomes
3: useless die. to them. Yeah, that's true. And then he's like...
1: And then he can't go back to be... her because
3: he's in 80s. Doesn't so he even, like, even remember her, right? Isn't yeah. he just
0: like crazy at that point? I'm oh, not
1: sure.
0: Because I'm pretty sure he's the one that shambles across the street and Buffy ends up getting hit by the car. I'm like 90% sure. That's not Whoa. what you said when we watched it. You were like, no, that's absolutely him. Whoa. I know, but then you made me doubt myself a little bit. That's why only <laughs> 90 not not 100 anyway. Who are you? No one.
2: Who are you? I'm Buffy, the Vampire Slayer, and you are?
3: Anyone is not having fun here. Follow me. Someone asks him, and he says, "I am no one." And then, right.
1: well, then that's what they were trying to do. He—that's definitely
3: him. Yeah. 100%. I mean, at least one of them. Yeah, yeah. That, the, Not convinced it's him, though. I yeah. think it is. Cause she finds him later. Otherwise, why would you?
0: Well, because I think that's what it is. I think he was right. trying to kill himself by getting hit by a car, but he pushed him out of the way. So he just drank drink cleaner instead. That's a good
1: point, and I think honestly, the the quality is so bad that there's no way we could go back and look at their faces and can definitively say this is the same person because yeah. there's no way to tell.
0: I remember watching this on Netflix um, when the, when Netflix first got it. And the, the quality definitely improved in season three. It really brightened up. But for some reason, Hulu is doing the OG, not great quality to the bitter end uh, because it is not any brighter, really.
1: So, you know, we'll never know. I mean, yeah. we'll just never know.
0: That's right, big boy. Come and get it. Okay, well, I think we've pretty much wrapped it up. Let's uh, yell about some stuff. This episode's worth yelling about. Stacy go first.
3: My favorite line of the entire episode is... If I was blind, I would see you. <laughs> oh, Angel, the very
0: beginning. Nice. Creepy. Hmm?
1: Hated all of
3: that. That was the high moment and it all <laughs> went downhill from there. Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> wow. The two best moments on the show, speaking of best moments, are when Oz throws the stake and says, and it missed, and that never really works. Fantastic. And when Chanterelle, Lily, and Sunshine pushes Ken off of the, the ledge. Yeah, that's And he good. just falls down. <laughs> that was great that was <laughs> those are my two favorite moments because it was a, a very self-aware show at that point and I
0: enjoyed that one of my favorite this is not yelling but one of my favorite lines in the whole show is when Oz says Willow's like remember I'm supposed to go to summer school and she's like yeah remember when I didn't go just that <laughs> just remember when I didn't go <laughs> I don't know I love that so much because uh, they're adorable Lily says I never thanked you for saving my life a la Xander and Buffy kind of and then just does not that's it just brings it up and never actually says thank you
1: it's true
3: uh buffy's white bangs begin to make their appearance
0: buffy with the new hair
1: i mean talking about bangs though lily oh yeah bangs are enormous
0: do you want to pay for me to go to a basement rave no i don't know although <laughs> she does go ahead and be like i'll actually i'll give you money as long as i don't have to go to the basement rave." but if they went I to a basement pay. rave
1: wouldn't they have been more safe
0: yeah well, true maybe they wouldn't have ended
3: up in the Hell dimension it's true um, Xander, when he says "poop the party,"
2: look, I don't mean to poop the party. Here, it's just you get your hopes all up, and then it's just a big fat
1: raspberry, and I feel bad. He I poops do you, every party. Fair enough. <laughs> I've used those laser guns that Giles has when he's checking out oh, the books. See in the book? Yeah, they were like they were a big thing before, like you could do stuff with phones before phones were like a thing.
0: You laser you, those lot? would
1: be really expensive to like organize your like small business or whatever. You can inventory, all that stuff. Huh. Yeah. Thought about back in the day when I was selling books, uh, to do that just to like keep an inventory of all, all the books I had or whatever. But they were expensive. But like at the libraries that I like did archiving at or whatever, it was fun to use them. But they were terrible. You know, right. nowadays nowadays you point your phone at some fucking like you know crazy barcode and it'll get it at whatever oh, angle yeah. you're at. That thing was just nope, never gonna. Okay, <laughs>
0: and then you have to you
1: have to input it eventually well that
0: makes that continuous shot even more impressive because he gets okay. it on the first little guy yes
1: because truly they were inventorying those books and it wasn't acting at all no, that was actually so. checking out books for Allison Hannigan that was a real that was a real take <laughs> <laughs> when he said you'll really enjoy that he wasn't lying she really checked out a book that Rupert bye Alison Rupert uh, nope Rupert Giles is his name, right? Mm-hmm. What's yeah, Anthony Stewart true. Head really liked? <laughs> yeah, it's true. Because it's a working library as well as a, a TV set. I'll
0: call you and check up on you. Yeah, Buffy's never calling Anne ever again in her life. Why? Why? It's like she lied
1: ever again. Just pretending to be friends, not really friends. Not friends. How does Ken, uh, handing out flyers, feel in any way confident that he has met everyone? Because he says to Buffy that she looks new around here. And obviously it's because she has that look. But he's implying that he has seen her or seen he, – he says something later on, like I've seen you before or whatever. There's an implication that he knows everyone in this town and she, he's never met her before. So it can't really be Oakland because Oakland in 1998 had a population of 365,762. If he were to meet one person every single day starting on September 29th, 1998, he would not meet every single person until March 2nd in the year 3000. So he's a liar. <laughs> It would take him 1,002 years to meet everybody. And that's not even, people are coming to Oakland constantly. So this motherfucker is not meeting them because the population's even more now. So I call foul. And if this were in LA, then that case is even just move that date up way higher. That motherfucker has no idea who's in this town. (laughs) He is spouting some nonsense. But yet he's got a whole army making DVDs down in the hell dimension. Where did he even get those people? It is mind boggling what is even happening in this country in 1998. Yes. And finally, two, two shout-outs. Number one is to Sarah Michelle Gellar, stuntwoman. Did the heavy lifting in this episode. Oh,
0: she must have been the most comfortable she's ever been. She just had to wear sweatpants and a sweatshirt for the first time ever. Must have been great.
1: And, had, and then Sarah got to do the crazy iconic holding the weapons shot from the theme song, which was awesome. Daniel,
0: do you know what that axe is called?
1: Oh, I could never guess. It. It it's matters. called the
0: Hunga Munga. And you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> We're a real podcast. Just real quick, throw it out there. You can find us at Beat Me Pod everywhere. That's Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook. Um, we also have Spotify playlists if you're interested. Beat Me Hyphen Fun Time playlist for podcast fans. Season three. That's gonna have all the music that's been on the show thus far, as well as I don't know. One upon, once upon a time, we had robots and they talked about stuff. And if they ever do talk about stuff again, songs that they mention will be on that playlist too. So. Do you know who sings in the bronze? It's yeah. It's called Belly Love. Belly Love. Yeah. Yikes. Duh. duh. Yeah. One lesbian and a girl with a very tiny shirt. Um very tiny.
2: traditionally, you know, repeating a grade isn't exactly a turn on. Alright.
0: Let's rank this okay. So Willow hacks has evolved just a tiny bit. I kept it in because we do still do computer stuff, but we're also adding witchy stuff. So Willow mm-hmm. hacks slash we Talk about the net slash willow does witchy stuff. It gets a five. None of that should happen in this. That's episode gonna spiral at all. out quickly though no, when I she like actually it. starts doing that. Like, <laughs> Well, I mean, we're in for a great episode that time. No, I but guess. then it
1: becomes a level of magic. Like right, yeah. you know, doing little tiny spills.
0: Can't stress enough I get to do whatever I want during this. Part. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> this is just a way to manipulate the points. Okay. That's true, that's gotcha. true. Joyce gets a two. Yes. No. One They're point gone, really. One point for her plum light hoodie. I loved that look. That's my favorite Joyce look I've ever seen on the show. Just a simple silver necklace on a plum. Hoodie, she looked great. You can't take that away from her. I do. And one point for being sad that Buffy was gone. She's not sad. Who cares? (laughs) She's the reason Buffy's gone. Two points I want to direct you to
1: the last episode of season two. Two
0: points. Giles gets an eight. Even though we don't get to see him that much in this episode, which is basically... I I know, but why we did see him is wearing a three-piece tweed suit. I mean... he was. And he left to find Buffy nine times. Like, he's beating Giles. That is adorable. Monster of the week, Ken is the creepiest person that's ever lived. We also see him on an episode of Angel and an episode of Firefly, that, that actor. Uh, and the face under the face was pretty cool. Like, the prosthetics of it looked good. I mean, they did the cop-out thing where they didn't actually show him tearing his face off. He was just, like, in the corner and then, like, oh, no, I have another face. A little bit of glue coming off. Ah. Yeah. But just the idea of somebody's, like, when we were watching it on stage, was like, so we had a face on a his face. face and then a face. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah so I was like so he's a human <laughs> pretending to be a demon pretending to be a human <laughs> layers
0: so that was pretty cool deep
3: this is Shakespearean uh, stuff right here incredible
0: um, I like our <laughs> first foray into uh, hell dimension so I thought that was all pretty neat, so I gave it a 7 uh, the CG pool is awful though mm. and relationship uh, everything's fractured because Buffy's gone but our friends are still I mean Xander and Cordelia are as Xander and Cordelia as ever the yeah. and Nas are adorable yeah Um, you know Giles, Giles is... doing Giles. Giles being Giles, so they can't really take that away from them. Well, they're all doing it, too. They're all fighting, mm-hmm. you know, the,
1: the good fight. They're, they're doing the best. Yeah. I love
0: it. But uh, I only gave it a seven because we're still, you know, things are not perfect no. in Sunnydale. Uh, and episode specific, never put on the cult robes. Three of ten. That gives it a total of 32 for the episode. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's going to be number one of one for the season, but uh, pretty low based on my rankings of, of the past. For example... Bad eggs, and Ted got 28s both last season, so 32 is not exactly high. So I'm not making that school hard mistake that I was ever really stoked about seeing Anne, but, but hey, it's... Faith, open Trick is on the way, and I'm ready to outrank the shit out of that guy for no reason, so. Seja? Well, we're... you put a one of
1: one, that's a little high. Right?
0: <laughs> one, <laughs> one of one just... is high. Yeah,
3: a... I am going to rank this episode 24 out of 35. Okay. That
1: what... seems fair. What's above and below us?
3: Um, above it is bad eggs. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And below it is teacher's pet. Okay. All right. That's
0: fair. That seems okay.
1: <laughs> it does seem, that does seem okay. I mean, the bad eggs were, was never okay before, but you know, I've come to, I've come to accept it. Uh, I'm going at 103. Number 103. This episode sucks.
0: Out of 135, right? Out of
1: 137. Damn
0: it. Why, 135, where did I pull that from? I feel like you've picked
3: 103 like five times now. I don't
1: think so. I think have
3: you could that happen
1: I checked it can happen it happened three times four times actually last year did you listen to our final episode either one of these?
3: <laughs> I, I, I did did you I did did you
1: listen to the ending I
0: thought it was fun yeah The you guys were laughing and then I yeah. intercut with Willow I'm gonna listen to this I've just jerk. been stuck on porno it's really hard what what I mean?
3: ch- okay well that's going on our takes wow
0: my dad wrote a porno. Uh, too late. Too late. Too late. Too late.
2: <laughs> That's man. definitely
0: good. I've happen. just been watching so much porn. <laughs> I can't listen to this
3: podcast. There's no time. <laughs> Got a huge queue I have to get through. Oh,
1: man. you really... Cool. What do you call
3: it? You should yeah. just use that as the cold open. Just have her say that, and <laughs> then... it. <up>, <laughs> I
1: mean, it's 100% being used. I just don't know where. <laughs>
0: Oh, God. Okay, 103. Possibly already taken 103. Hello, lover. I don't have time for you. Well, that's it. Anna's in the books. Um, Thank you so much for listening. We hope you stick around for next week. We'll be back on October 6th for Dead Man's Party. So, everybody... I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Grab your masks. Put them on. Let's start a party. Jump about. (laughs) That's the lyrics. Jump about. (laughs) Party time. Party
1: time. Party time. Get your laser eyes out.
0: Laser. Laser. Station, say goodbye. Goodbye. Daniel, say goodbye. Goodbye? Goodbye, everybody.
1: That's how we end it, right? It seems like you're like telling us what to do.
0: Huh, I tell you to
2: say hello. But we try not to get killed. That's part of our whole mission statement. Don't get killed.